Welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women series. Good evening, Akina. How are you doing today? I am great. I am super excited about today's call and learning all about the new topic for the day. How about you, Jessica? Absolutely, me too. You know, I'm really excited that I'm with you guys. I almost didn't make it. And, you know, we all always like to share stories from our real-time life because, you know, we are real people too, and we want you to know kind of what's going on for us. So, Today I was actually driving, and I, I um, was driving between Queens and the Bronx, take most of the things out of my apartment, and, you know, we talked about on the show a couple of weeks about change, and I let you guys know I was making some pretty big changes in my life, and I'm happy to formally announce on the show that I have actually accepted a new job in New Jersey, a new um, step in my career, and I am going to be living in my late grandmother's house, so I was in the process of moving that, I was very excited. I was taking my pets with me. And on my journey today, my key or the key to my um, grandfather's old pickup truck got bent and I got locked out of my car. I got in. Thankfully, I had a wrench with me. It's very handy, right? Tearing out a, wen- a wrench. Talking about empowering women. Women can be handy too. And I bent the key back and I am here with you tonight. And I'm so excited because we have a special guest on our show tonight. So tonight we have someone who is a friend of mine. Um, she is in the same network marketing company as Akeen and I. And I've been watching this person grow and transform um, since I've been part of the company for about a year and a half. And I'm just absolutely amazed by this person's transformation. You know, at Changing Minds Online, we firmly believe from the bottom of our hearts that you can change your life by changing your mindset. And this person did just that. Just, you know, a couple months ago, she wasn't where she wanted to be. And by shifting her mindset, she's had amazing and rapid results and completely changed her life, her income, and her business. It's with an absolute privilege and honor that I bring Lenore Alphand into the show tonight to tell you about her story. Welcome, Lenore. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Akina, for having me. I really appreciate you asking me to join you tonight. Absolutely. It's a privilege and honor, and I really just want to congratulate you publicly on all of your recent success. I'm, it's Thank amazing, you. like amazing watching you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you very much. So, you know, tell us, you know, um, what was it? <laughs> How did you do it? Uh, well, I, I strongly believe in personal development. So it has been a consistent part of growing my business over the past few years. But there was really a powerful shift coming into 2015 for me. Um, I had the pleasure of having lunch with two amazing people in January and they're, that are um, very prominent in our company. And their energies and their belief and their transparency and everything that is a huge part of personal development was just so forwarding. And and where this company is going that we're in and how exciting it is and just really not wanting to be left behind. Um, but it was definitely at the forefront when I left that lunch. So I came out of that really excited. I was at a place in my business that I – it just was not where I wanted to be at all. Um, and I was committed to just shifting my energy, and they're very much about love. And I 
wanted to put that out there. I want to project that. I want to be a part of it. And um, <clears throat> and I wanted to stay in that energy. A couple of weeks later, um, I am, went to Los Angeles to meet uh, my brother. And I'm sitting, I'm waiting for him and he to come down from San Francisco and I'm sitting at a bar, and, not a bar, in a hotel at the the bar in the middle, have, not at an actual bar, but in the bar in the middle of the hotel having lunch and this man comes by me and he, we're talking for a long time and then finally he, he said, can I tell you something? And I said, sure. And he said, well, your energy brought me here. I walked all the way around the bar and then I came back to, to sit by you. For some reason you were really, really attracting me. So I want to tell you this close your eyes. I said, okay. I closed my eyes. And he said, imagine I give you a million dollars. How would you feel? And I start Hmm. to talk because I always talk. (laughs) And he goes, no. (laughs) He goes, I want you to feel it. So I'm sitting there and I'm feeling it. How would that feel? I'm a single mother of four. I've had another company for 10 years that I still have and work full-time alongside my network marketing business. Um, Very, very busy, very stressed, Um, you know, the prime sole income earner for about seven people. So how would that feel? That would have felt amazing. (laughs) So I opened my eyes and he said, now stay in that space. And I've been there ever since. I go back to it every day. I can now consciously do it, it, it even with my eyes open. So it's it's um, and all of a sudden doors started to open. And at the same time, I started to read uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements, and uh, one of his other books. The name will come to me in a second. And it's really about that voice in your head that tells you you can't and you're not good enough and you're maybe you're fat or you're whatever that voice in your head is telling you that is just a lie. So after I read this book, I started just telling it to shut up <laughs> in a not-so-nice way. <laughs> that was the, the PG version. And after, in combination with this meditation, this, um, you know, whatever this focus that this gentleman gave me, uh, doors just started opening up like crazy. A prospect that had originally been a no three years ago decided that now is the right time. And it has completely transformed my business. It has brought in over 150 people, I think, just about, in the last month and propelled me for four level four ranks higher in the company. So I'm thrilled beyond belief where I am and it really has changed my whole belief in myself. Wow, that is Oh that's awesome. phenomenal. That's very powerful. You know, I love that book too, um, the Four Agreements. And his fifth book, I uh, excuse me, and his uh, book that followed that was the Fifth Agreement. I'm not sure if that's the one you're talking about, but I love no, those the books thinking as well. knowledge or something. 
You know, I'm not sure, but well, we can we can look it up and we can actually put it on our Facebook page for our listeners. And I, I endorse all of his books. You know, it's really powerful when you're talking about, you know, really just being able to consciously control those voices in your head. You know, we've often talked on our podcast and, and we often write about, and, and I know you too, Lenore, talking about women being able to control our subconscious thoughts and really being able to access that. And we've said before in our show, you know, over 70% of our thoughts we're unaware of. And some people do say that you can't change those thoughts, that you're not aware of them and there's nothing you can do about it. Those are those little voices in your head. You know, I firmly believe, and I think, Lenore, you're perfect evidence of the fact that you can actually change those thoughts. You can change those inner voices. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. But like you said, you know, it is really a shift. And if you're able to make that shift, you just have these absolute extraordinary results. You know, oftentimes, especially as women, we develop these limiting beliefs about ourselves and what we can do really at a very young age. And if you look at your life, you can tell exactly what those inner voices are. You know, if you are a person who is not, you may be in a lot of debt and is not making the level of income that you're going to make, chances are, even if you don't realize that your little inner voices are saying that you're not great with money or that if you make money, you'll lose it or that money's bad or money's evil. You know, I hear people say that all the time, and that's really the furthest thing from the truth. And oftentimes, when you're hearing those inner, when you have those inner voices telling you that, you will actually miss opportunities that are going to present themselves before you that are going to make all the world of difference. And I know that from experience too, Lenore, because that used to be my limiting belief. My limiting belief was that I wasn't in, I wasn't capable of creating money, that I would lose money. And I developed that after a series of events happened in my early 20s where I made money and lost it. And I carried that with me until I decided not to carry it anymore. You know, and I love that you're just talking about being able to go there consciously and making that choice because it really is a choice. We know that whatever you think about, whatever it is that you're focusing on, you know, you're going to bring that into your life. You're going to attract that into your life. And it's funny, just today, um, I had a lunch break and I had a couple extra minutes, about 20 minutes extra, and I did one of my favorite meditations, and it was um, Susan Sly, the shift meditation. You can get it on her website, um, susansly.com. I think it's like four bucks. It's phenomenal, and it's made me a ton of money. So I was doing that uh, meditation, and I was focusing on finding money. And it and it seems kind of silly, but I, I opened my car door, and there was a penny on the ground. And, you know, it, it, it seems kind of silly, but when you're really focusing on attracting money, you start to attract those things. For myself, I know I announced on the podcast today that I've found a new career where I'm actually going to be able to make the same level of income I was making before, but I'm reducing my work hours by around 20 hours per week, and I'm going to be able to focus on my business. Already I'm seeing a f- tremendous shift even in my business in making more money. So, you know, you definitely can change those subconscious thoughts. Now, you can tell me, like, yes, you changed your circumstances, but the truth is it really does begin with changing your subconscious thoughts. You know, just before the show, Akina, you were talking about changing your thoughts over food and over weight loss. And I know you also have had a, a phenomenal journey. And, you know, Lenore and I, our journey through our through the network marketing company has been to make income. And, Akina, your journey has been more focused on the weight loss. Can you share a little bit about you know, how your mindset shifted and how you were able to create extraordinary results in your life? Well, uh, like I was sharing uh at the beginning, um, I wasn't like I was just too large for my for my uh, structure and my height. So 
it and it was playing with uh, my hypoglycemia and things, and I knew that it was time for me to take uh, some steps. And do I took the products for the first time, and I gained a lot of energy, and I didn't know that feeling. It's been a long time since I have been energetic or wanted to do anything <laughs> besides sitting at a computer. And you know, I I uh I make a funny and say I was the quintessential slug <laughs> before I lost all this weight. <laughs> but um, Yeah, we hear that a lot. Sudden, <laughs> yeah. But all of a sudden I wanted to I start exercising all the time like it was like a r- ritual or routine, like I have to get out of this house before I, you know, self-destruct because I had to work out. I had to burn this energy. And then on top of that, then I decided I wanted to actually run. Now, I don't do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but all of a sudden well, that's I found right, myself you know, I in the park <laughs> Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And, and, and you're very good at it. <laughs> But, oh, thank you. Uh, you. I have a heart valve leak, so my endurance has always been bad um, in my adult life. And all of a sudden, I was able to run for three or four minutes at a time, which is a lot for somebody who has, you know, has low endurance. And it just made the world of difference, and I felt the shift, and I felt the changes. And all of the things that I had suppressed as I was losing weight were starting to come back because, you know, it has to go somewhere. <laughs> if it's not pounds on you, it's got to go somewhere. So I was able by my mind shift to actually deal with the problems instead of suppressing them this time. And it just made a world of difference. I uh, was doing much better in my job. Uh, I could tell that my energy was reflecting on my uh, my colleagues as well as uh, my employees, and all of a sudden everybody was growing just off this energy that I had, and I really, really thought that that was impressive. So when you were saying, Lenore, that it was just a mind shift, I totally feel that because I know exactly how I felt to have a negative mind shift and then all of a sudden be positive and feel the difference. So I definitely applaud you, and I know what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. Lenore, how does it feel now that you is this? Do you wake up every day, and do you just feel like a different person, or is it still a place you choose to go to every day? It's getting easier and easier. I'm not going to say that every moment is exactly in that space but it's close like it's less and less that I have to consciously do it Um, I'm waking up very grateful I had a really I went to an event in Miami a couple of weeks ago and had a big shift there as well and um, I was sitting there and realized that I had to get back to a certain place by Sunday or I stood to lose a lot of money that my kids and I could really use and I did whatever it took and I I just believed that I could do it from Thursday to Sunday and and it was a significant move um 
from where I was, and I just believed in my heart 100% that I could do it. And at 11.23 on Sunday, that Sunday night, I had done it. So my belief in myself is getting stronger and stronger, so it's much easier to silence the nonsense and and stuff that that may have been acceptable in the past. It's it's just not anymore. And I'm I wouldn't let anyone else treat me that way, so I'm not gonna treat myself that way. Yeah, that's really powerful. I like what you just said. You know, oftentimes as women get ourselves worse than anybody else. We're our our worst enemy, we're our worst critics and we beat ourselves up all the time. You know, that's mm-hmm. something that I know I've done so much as well. You know, Lenore, there's people listening in tonight that are kind of sitting here saying, well, what are they talking about? What is this change in their business? What is this shift? You know, what does it mean if you have 150 people new into your business? And not everyone um, who is listening in knows what we even mean when we're talking about being part of network marketing. You know, would it be okay to ask you to just share with us, um, and not specifically what the shift in what you made is, but the rank advancements that you did make in your company, what level of money that equates to. So the people sitting here and saying, well, like, did she make an extra $150 or was it a really big difference in her life? You know, what did that look like and what did that do for you? Um, what do you get to it, do now what, that you get to do a couple of months ago? Um, it, it's going to be a lot. My kids want a swimming pool. but uh, <laughs> So that would be a pretty big shift. Um, the... the a financial advantage to the new rank is um, between about one hundred and eighty and two hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year. So it's significant for anybody. It's significant. Life yeah, changing. absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's the thing is that a lot of people listening into this they think that people who are changing their lives in extraordinary ways, they have some sort of advantage or they, they, it's easier for them. You know, I had the same kind of experience, Lenore, where I had a huge, huge shift in my life. And for me, it wasn't um, financially. For me, it was running where, you know, I was actually about to go on to, like, talking to my doctor about maybe going on disability because I was in so much pain due to a nerve issues that I have. And I was at a point where, you know, they were discovering that they I have tumors on the nerves in my feet. And my doctors were telling me, you know, it, it, it could be a poor prognosis. And that I was having issues with, at that time, thinking I could have issues walking. And I decided that I couldn't focus and I couldn't think about that, that I needed to make an entire new um, kind of a story for myself. I needed to have a whole different kind of vision of who I am and what it, it means for me. And I decided I wanted to be a runner. And I've shared a little bit before in the podcast about deciding I wanted to start running. And it, I didn't really get into the details of what that kind of meant for me. You know, I've joked around and said that prior to um, running for the first time, and it was actually only about a year ago today, um, I started running at the end of last winter. I believe my very first race was at the end of February last year. Um, so we're really just at about my one-year mark. Uh, I had never run anywhere in my life. I always joke and say that the only place I had ever run in my whole life was probably from the couch to the bathroom after in college after <laughs> drinking, you know. But <laughs> and, and certainly, you know, and certainly like Akina, um, the, using the products that we use had a, a lot to do with it. But it was really about knowing that I had to create a new story for myself. See, we create stories for ourselves all the time. 
you know, I'm abundant. I'm, I, I'm, I have money. I don't have money. I'm fit. I'm thin. I'm, I'm overweight. You know, I'm healthy. I'm unhealthy. I'm tired all the time. I have energy all the time. You know, we, we paint a picture for our life and our mindset and our thoughts. And I knew that I couldn't really be healthy and I wouldn't wind up being strong and successful if I didn't paint an entire new picture for myself. And I decided that I wasn't going to try and improve the picture I had. I was just going to throw it out and write a whole new story. You know, oftentimes, like, you'll have authors and they'll be working on novels and they'll start writing and writing and writing and they'll try and fix it. And I said, I can't. I just literally closed the book and I started a new one. And I said, I'm going to be an athlete. And from the very first time I ran, my very first step, I envisioned, I meditated, I visualized, and I saw myself doing amazing things with my body, not only like being, not only running down the street, but doing absolutely extraordinary things. And I started to run very quickly. And immediately everyone was telling me, like, you can't do this. This is too much too fast. Nobody could do this, never mind in your help. I mean, my doctors told me, like, you're absolutely nuts. You're going to put yourself in a wheelchair. You're crazy. Like, you can't be doing this. Normally, people can't do this. You're going to die of a heart attack on the race because your heart's going to get too strong. And they tell me all this nonsense and silly stuff. And I just continue to picture myself as an athlete. You know, in my very first year running, which is absolutely crazy by run by standards that anyone would, would be able to tell you this, you know, I ran uh, two full marathons. I ran close to 10 half marathons and at least a dozen other smaller races, 5Ks, 10Ks, 4-mile races. I made a declaration now that I'm going to run 30 marathons by my 30th birthday. I'm running my third marathon actually this weekend. I will be um, 30 May 21st, 2016, so it doesn't give me a lot of time. I have five marathons planned over the next few months. I immediately as soon as I considered myself an athlete, I immediately adopted an athlete's body. My cells literally shifted and moved and responded to this new image I was creating about myself. I wound up putting muscle on, losing losing weight. I looked like an athlete. I looked fit. I looked healthy. You know, I never looked like that before. And I knew that, you know, it was a combination of my diet and, and this new exercise, but I knew that also my body was responding to this new image. I've never felt like I was in better health. And all of a sudden I started to surpass you know, people that were healthy and running and people who didn't have limitations. I started to do things that they weren't able to do. And now I have this idea for myself. I'm not only an athlete, I'm like an exceptional athlete and I'm doing phenomenal things. I mean, just running distances and and repetitively that people don't typically do unless they're really elite athletes. And I'm not that quick to be in that category, but certainly that's the way that I see myself. And it really does. Like it, it is a process and there are steps along the way. Obviously, I, I got the training and I read the books and I figured out what to do. But it really just starts with a change in your mind and a change of your thoughts. You know, and, and I think, Akina and, and Lenore, you both would kind of say you, you had a similar experience, whatever it is for you. And I want, you know, everyone on the call to know, you know, maybe your shift is not in finances or weight loss or in just health like it was for me and, and for Lenore and Akina. Maybe for you it's relationships. You know, maybe it's for you, it's loving yourself. Maybe you're beating yourself up. Maybe you're attracting men all the time into your life that are abusing you, cheating on you, because in in your mind that's what you think you deserve. You know, you don't, you deserve better. You deserve to look in the mirror and love yourself and love yourself unconditionally. You know, I had this really interesting experience, um, and I had a, a, lo- a loss of the death in my family, unfortunately, a couple of weeks ago, and I was spending some time with some of my younger cousins, and I had I had always kind of spent time with them, and I do, and I love them dearly, but 
I, I always thought, you know, that it was giving up something to kind of spend time with them. So, you know, as a young person, I wanted to always be out and I always wanted to be doing things. And I thought, okay, you know what, if I'm going to spend time with this person, it's time that I'm, or my cousin, I'm not, time I'm not spending, you know, working or it's time I'm not spending making money or time I'm not spending writing my books or doing the podcast or running or going to the gym or going out with my friends. And I and wanted to spend that time, but I scheduled it in as part of, like, my to-do list. I didn't really get what it meant. And, you know, I was with my cousins this weekend or last weekend, and they he asked me, my cousin asked me to watch him play Power Rangers on the Wii. And I was sitting there on his bed, and I was watching him play Power Rangers, and he had this, this big, huge, like, cheesy smile on his face, like, so excited I was watching him play. And he was telling me everything I ever wanted to know and didn't want to know about Power Rangers and exactly what he was doing. And I just felt this sense, like, I was so, so happy to be there. And I realized that, you know, there was nowhere in the world that I wanted to be other than there, that that's exactly where I wanted to be. There was nothing in the world I would rather be doing. And I called my cousin and I started teasing her and my and I said, you know, this was my first like adult moment that I really wanted to actually see what the kid was doing. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that it wasn't that it was an adult moment. It was this unconditional love. This idea that nothing in the world mattered at that moment other than making him happy. You know, other than like me being there and my joy, and it was absolute pure joy and bliss and this absolute highest energy. You know, they say that the highest vibrational energetic state we can be in is is that of love, but that's just the absolute most phenomenal place we can be. And I felt that unconditional love. And Lenore, like you said, like going back there and being that place all the time, once I experienced that, for me, it created this whole shift for me and even in my relationships and just creating new relationships with my family. And I know that that's a place I want to go to every time, you know, every day. And, you know, think about it. Everyone listening to this call, I want you to close your eyes if you can, if you're not driving or exercising or something. Close your eyes. And I want you to picture and just be in a place of love. Whatever that most, you know, precious place for you is, whether it was with a grandparent or a parent or with your child or your pet, wherever you feel the most love, I want you to go there and I want you to sit there. And then I want you to experience that. And I want to, like, imagine that and you close your eyes and imagine that person is giving you a hug. And then I want you to picture that person giving you a hug as yourself. Because the truth is, like, we deserve to love ourselves. And if we don't love ourselves, no one else will. And if we don't love ourselves, we can't create anything. Lenore, you said earlier on the podcast that it was when you really got connected to how much you loved yourself and how much how amazing you are that you were able to have that shift. You know, absolutely. And w- w- I mean, what do you think about that? What can you say about that? I <clears throat> I think I just never realized how much. I, I, I was how I wasn't loving myself until it was actually pointed out, and I started like um, I had been one of those people who constantly put myself down, you know, looking in the mirror, uh, just not good enough, and um, and I realized that just didn't serve me at all, and um, and I no longer wanted it to be a part of my life, and. It is incredible what has happened as a result of that shift 
um, just, you know, believing and loving myself wholeheartedly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so many people think that they'll love themselves when they achieve a certain thing, you know, whether it's not, if you're in debt and some people say, I'll love myself, I'll forgive myself when I get out of it. But the truth is, Lenore, like you said, it's just love yourself first and just watch as everything in your life begins to change. If you want a change in your life today, if there's something in your life that you just want to completely, walls to come down, things to fall from the sky, opportunities to present themselves, it really does start with loving yourself. Change that mindset and love yourself, and everything else will fall into place. Um, Lenore, if there's, you know, we're right at that point where we have to wrap up our call tonight, um, but is there any, like, kind of last advice you would be, you would want to give our listeners who are calling in and just saying, like, yes, I really, really want that, you know, this is what I... I need to change my life today. You know, any advice you can give them? Some parting is, thoughts. You just have you have to be a ten in your belief in yourself. Put your blinders on. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever your your focus, whatever your dreams are, believe a hundred and ten percent that you can do it, and you can. Yeah, absolutely. Akina, is there anything you want to add before we close our call out tonight? Do we have it? Akina, are you still on the line? Did we lose her? Uh, yes. Uh, Lenore, if someone was touched by your story tonight, how can they contact you? Um, via Facebook. I'm uh, public on Facebook. It's Lenore, L-E-N-O-R-E, L-F-A-N-D, E-L-F-A-N-D. Perfect. Thank you. And if uh, if you're listening to this call and would like to hear it again, please find us on ChangingMindsOnline.com. We're also on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher, TunedIn, and SoundCloud. Yeah, thank you so much, Lenore, for being so generous with your story and being willing to come on tonight and just share this. And I know people were touched and blessed by what you said. I know it's just planted seeds that are going to start changing women's life all around the globe. Well, thank you, Akina and Jessica, for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope that if it helps just one person, that it was, it was totally worth it. Absolutely. That's why we do this. You know, we always end our podcast the same way by telling you, you know, we love you all. We couldn't do this without you. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. Um, you know, God bless. Make it a really amazing, amazing week. And we just can't wait to be with you on Sunday night for our inspirational call. Same time, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, Have a great night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone.